0: The sermon today is titled A Light in the Darkness, and um, that was very similar to the title today of our Sunday school lesson. Um, our scripture reading specifically is from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. Uh, if you have a Bible with you that's uh, 1, 1 through 14, I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there. Um, again, it's John 1, 1 through 14. Let's begin. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the Word, and without the Word, nothing came into being. What came into being through the Word was life, and the life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness doesn't extinguish the light. A man named John was sent from God. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him everyone would believe in the light. He himself was not the light but his mission was to testify concerning the light. The true light that shines on all people was coming into the world. The light was in the world and the world came into being through the light but the world did not recognize the light. The light came to his own people and his own people didn't welcome him. But those who did welcome him Those who believed in His name, He authorized them to become God's children. Born not from blood, nor from human desire or passion, but born from God. The Word became flesh and made His home among us. We have seen His glory. Glory like that of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the Word of God for the people of God. God. How many of you guys have seen the Pixar movie Finding Nemo? Have you guys seen Finding Nemo? Yeah, I've, I've seen it like a dozen times probably at least. I went to the movies and saw it. They're making a the part two and I'm sort of freaking out about it because I really want to see it. Okay, I really want to see this movie. So, Finding Nemo, it's a family favorite at our house. And for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm going to give you guys a brief synopsis so you won't feel left out. Uh, an adolescent fish, a young fish named Nemo, gets separated from his father. And the father fish then undertakes this huge... Massive adventure throughout the ocean, trying to find his son. Uh, during this adventure to find his son, who, whose name is Nemo, the, the dad, whose name is Marlin, even though he's a little fish, it's funny, anyway, meets this very peculiar little fish named Dory. She's a bit scatterbrained, to say the least. At, at one point in the story, uh, the two were chasing after a clue to Nemo's whereabouts. And they chase after it with reckless abandon, and, and they're really not thinking about what they're doing. They're just, they've got to get this clue. And eventually, they find themselves in this absolute and utter darkness. Uh, I'm not talking about low light, like shut the curtains, bolt the doors, turn on a candle. Not that kind of darkness. Uh, I'm not talking about it's almost dusk and the lights aren't on inside kind of darkness. I'm talking about can't see a thing, uh, totally blind disorienting, suffocating, can't see your hand in front of your face kind of darkness. That's the kind of darkness I'm talking about. Can you imagine that type of darkness in your head? Closing your eyes almost doesn't even give it justice. Have you ever experienced darkness like that? This is similar to what the entirety of the universe was like before God began His work of creation. You see, Genesis 1, 1 1-2 says that when God began to create the heavens and the earth... The earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea. And God's wind swept over the waters. You see, through this dark and formless, shapeless void uh, of time before creation came God and Jesus. You see, Jesus is an eternal form, just like God. And they together worked toward creation. A thing that would soon be deemed good by the Father God. You see, all that was created was indeed good. Everything that God made and said was good in in the book of Genesis is indeed good. But by our own disobedience, God's creation has once again brought darkness into God's perfect creation. You see, Adam and Eve were once perfect. They were blameless, and they were without blemish. But they broke their covenant, and the Creator... We made, they made this covenant with. They broke the relationship that they had together. And through that sin, through that original sin, they plunged all of us into a blinding darkness. I don't know if you've got noticed, but it's Christmas time. It's just two days from now. Most of us will be eating with our families or we'll be opening presents or maybe we'll be uh, simply just spending time alone and reflecting on the blessings of this season and that, Life is bestowed upon us. But some of us will spend Christmas a little differently. Some of us will be spending these holidays in a much different mood. Sadness, grief, depression. These things can grip a hold of us and make us feel like we've been swallowed by the darkness. We live in a world where the darkness makes itself known every single day. Sometimes it's a ruthless dictator who just... Uh, Kira takes out and punishes his will on the very people under which his care has been entrusted. And all that they want is their basic necessities. And instead, they see darkness. Sometimes it's a mother who physically and emotionally abuses her children. Or worse. But sometimes, sometimes, the darkness is a young man with a troubled mind. Who decides that the world has been the source of all of his troubles. And he decides to take that out on his mother. And the occupants of elementary school. You see this is the darkness of sin. And it's cohort evil. This is the darkness that was present when Cain killed Abel. Only one generation. Can you imagine that? One generation. Separated them from perfection. In the garden of Eden. and a personal relationship with God. Within one generation. We had murder. This is the darkness that permeates the Old Testament. uh, The Scriptures tell of tales of God's people turning away from Him and worshipping other gods. And time and time again this happens, no matter what the one true God had done for them and how often He had done it. This is the darkness that was there when David lay with Bathsheba, who was another man's wife, and then had her husband killed. This is the darkness that was at work when Herod ordered the murder of all of the male infants. In a little town of a thousand. Called Bethlehem. And into this world filled with darkness. Was born a light. A baby born whose birth is announced by a star. A new shining light in the sky. A baby born who once was with God. And then it was said let there be light. And now he has come to earth. To be man. And to be God. And to be the light. Do you remember the situation of our little fish? Marlin and Dory and finding Nemo, they're plunged into darkness at this time. And into this darkness, off in the distance, it's faint, but unmistakable. There's a light. They're amazed by it. They're in awe of it. They are inexplicably drawn to this light. They're drawn to its beauty and to its wonder. It's the same with us. It's the same with the people of this world. You see, we are called by God and we are drawn to His light. Scripture tells us that those of us who love the darkness hate the light. But that means the opposite must also be true. Those of us who love the light must hate the darkness. You see, God's Son was made in the flesh into the baby Jesus. On the night of Christmas, no, it wasn't on December 25th. We know that. But it was the day of Christ's birth nonetheless. You see, the light was here on earth. The light dwelt among men and it gave us hope. It gave us a chance among this darkness. It gave us salvation. The Christ child gives us a reason not to despair. Darkness is nothing new. It has not grown. It is not winning the battle with the light. It cannot be ignored, however, and it can't be legislated or debated out of existence. But it can be overcome. You see, I've read the end of the book. I've read the back of the Bible. I've seen what happens and the light wins. There is hope in the light that came through the Christ child. There is hope because the child grew and he was crucified, atoning for our sin and making the way for even our salvation. You see, there is hope because in this very world in which we live today, there are those who walk in the light, following after Christ, and who can make help to illuminate the darkness that surrounds us. see, there is hope because in the end, the darkness is defeated. And God will again make all things good. And one day, on that resurrection day, When we are with God, again, we will live totally in the light.